Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hello and welcome to issue 65 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And I'm Justin. And despite only taking one week off from the show, I will reveal a little behind-the-scenes information. We all had a nice little Christmas vacation. Feels like it's been two months since I talked to y'all. I know, it does seem like forever, doesn't it? And yet, surprisingly, so little has hit store shelves. <laughs> yeah, with all the time that's passed, I feel like we haven't missed much of anything at all. Yeah, normally, on the rare occasions that we take this kind of break, I get an email from Justin. Oh, we have to get together. We have to somehow talk about blank. This time, it's like, Justin who? I haven't heard from Justin in years. <laughs> Crickets for my end. But while the stores haven't had a whole lot of new stuff, we will be talking about some things. But... With Christmas coming, I have to say I had a Merry Marvel Christmas, thanks to Marjorie. I did buy you lots of Marvel stuff, didn't I? Christmas was ducky. <laughs> I indulged you again. I don't know where in the world you found a retro Howard the Duck logo t-shirt from the movie. I have my ways. Nice. And then a full set of Howard the Duck movie trading cards and stickers. You actually have two sets. Because you have one that's already opened and complete and in the little boxes. And then you have one still in its wrappers in the big display box. And the, the display box is in pretty good shape for being as old as it is. Does it have gum? Yes, it does. Would you like us to send you some of the gum so you can eat it? Yes, please. <laughs> I will send you a pack if you eat the gum. <laughs> I will eat the gum if you pay for my hospital bills. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> But yeah, those were some good early gifts. You also gave some Marvel Beginnings trading cards as stocking stuffers. Yeah, I just went to the local comic book store, and it's so funny, Dave, the guy who runs it, I walked in, and he goes, are you here, or do I not see you? Because he needed to know if I was buying a gift, and he was great. He's helped me out before with some of your gifts, and I just grabbed a bunch of stocking stuffers. He helped me pick out which cards to throw in your stocking. But I'd say that the big gifts you gave me, first of all, some really cool Marvel Kubricks. Yeah, you had just said you wanted them. And while you said on one of our last shows that you wanted the Kubrick and you had to go pick them up, the Marvel lineup, I hopped on eBay and I found you two really cool sets of Kubricks. I found you a Spider-Man set, which comes in a really cool box, and an X-Men set that comes in a really cool box. Hey, these are cool. Aren't they? Yeah. This is the type of Kubrick I like. These are actual Kubrick. They're not the Bear Brick. Yes. Yeah, these are the actual Kubrick figures. The Bear Bricks are still being made. I'm thinking Kubrick lost their license. They haven't made any Kubricks I know of since, I think, Spider-Man 3. Oh, that's a bummer. So that was about five years ago. Yeah. But these are some cool sets with comic book style covers in the Kubrick style. And you open them up and there's five figures each. The X-Men have Cyclops, Professor X, Wolverine, Storm, and Magneto. And the Spider-Man set is just awesome with a yellow daredevil, a Carnage who's a little pinkish for my taste. I like my Carnage red, but he's cute looking. Venom with the most adorable smile on his face. 
the Punisher with a couple of guns and a trench coat. And then here's a figure that I think is going to make our photo editor Jen squeal with jealousy. A Ben Riley Spider-Man. Ooh, with the wrist gauntlets and everything. Uh-huh. I think because by this point they'd probably done a few regular Spider-Man figures. So they did the Ben Riley version with the wrist gauntlets and the giant spider. And he's really cool. Not knowing these existed, they were very nice to open up on Christmas Oh, you didn't morning. know they existed? No. Oh. I was going to say, what a really cool gift. I would have screamed with joy if I had seen these under the Christmas tree. I'm not even a huge little mini figure collector either, but out of all the mini figs, you know, Kubrick, Lego, Mini Mates, Kubrick is by far the best. They are. I have to agree. Their stylization works best, and they've got this Lego person feel, but every one of them is completely individual versus like the Mini Mates where we always say they've got the standard buck and then a ton of accessories. The Kubricks do a lot of sculpting and yet keep that same feel. They're expensive, but I do think that the quality you get out of them is worth it. But then Marjorie had two big gifts for me under the tree, and I mean big, they were huge. One of which I kind of guessed. Yeah, the box came, and unfortunately, I hate it when you buy something from eBay, and they ship it in its original shipping carton, so it says what it is on the outside. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was a giant box from Master Replicas. And now Master Replicas is no longer in business, They did a lot of Star Wars stuff, so I thought Marjorie may have gotten me something Star Wars. But the truth is, I got confused. And with FX Collectibles, who's doing the prop company stuff now, they're the Thor's hammer, they're doing the Captain America shield. And so I thought it was something I'd ordered for myself that had come the day before. And I'm like, did I get two of them? Did they accidentally mail me two? And then I realized it's Master Replicas, not FX. And so I thought she got me a big Star Wars item until she goes, well, I didn't buy you a Master Replicas item. So that told me she didn't realize the manufacturer of the item she bought, which let me know it it was the Incredible Hulk comic book cover replica. We had seen it at a convention. We saw it at Wizard World this summer, and Arnie tried to haggle with this guy to buy it. And the guy said, no, 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 I can't go that low. And then we went back to get it, and it was gone because you decided you'd pay a little bit more for it because we didn't find any others. And you get things that stick in your craw. I do get things that stick in my craw. And in addition, this thing was big, and I didn't want to pay shipping. This thing is really good size. It's got a big hulk behind it. It's got a huge base. And I'm like, even if I could get it cheaper on Amazon or on eBay, the shipping is going to kill it. But I went back, and yeah, it had sold. And it was a display model. He'd had it out on the con floor. And he had it at at least two cons, because we saw it at C2E2 in the spring. And I passed, but thought about it. We saw it again at Wizard World in the fall, and that's when I went back to get it, and it was sold, so you found one and picked it up for me. And I'm so glad that we did not purchase it at a convention, because I would not be happy carrying that around the floor. The box is bigger than the item. It's about... Well, yes, they usually are. (laughs) I would imagine it would be difficult to do it the other way around. Yeah. (laughs) However, I have seen some eBay sellers try that way. (laughs) Amazon tries every once in a while. I'd say the box is two and a half feet wide by one and a half feet tall by about 10 inches deep. And it's not lightweight. Did you have to assemble it or is it all in one piece in the box? You put the backdrop into the base and then you put the figures onto the base. So there is some slight assembly, but it's not really assembly. It's just, you know, shipped in pieces because if you shipped it all like that, the box would have to be too wide in a different dimension. You know, it's shipping the two big pieces parallel to each other, and then the figures in there. Right. So how tall does it stand when you have it all 
displayed? It's a little bit over a foot tall. That's cool. Yeah, it's got a nice size to it. It's this really nice idea Master Replicas had of recreating these classic comic covers as statues as a way to do that and make them three-dimensional. They only got a couple out before they went out of business, though. There's this one in Spider-Man, I think. No, there's Thor. Oh, they did Thor? So there's this one, there's the Spider-Man number one from the McFarlane run, and then there's Thor. That's kind of neat. I could see, like, putting this up on a shelf and then maybe trying to find a replica or a poster version of that original comic book cover and having it framed right next to it. That's a nice idea. That's actually something I'm getting into right now is I'm starting to display some of my higher end stuff. And I found that putting art with the item is something I'm doing inspired by some of the sideshow comic cats that come with the prints. And so I'm putting the prints with the comic cat. And so for some of these others, I have thought about getting some of the art and putting it with the item. And that's a great idea for this one. This one just screams for it, you know, because it's the actual representation of the cover art and it's, you know, coming out at you. And for somebody who, you know, everybody knows who Hulk is, but they're not necessarily going to be familiar with issue one. And the fact that he was gray in it, they'll probably look at it and go, why'd they color him wrong? (laughs) Because they couldn't afford green in the 60s. (laughs) But yeah, that's a, that's a cool piece. And there's only two more for you to become a completionist on it. So you got two more Christmases of worth of gifts, Marjorie. I almost bought the Thor one because it goes for a steal on eBay. Because I think no one wants it. But then I didn't want to encourage him to be a completionist. <laughs> but knowing that there's only three. I honestly didn't know the Thor one existed until Marjorie said so right here. But the Spider-Man you can keep in a back pocket for a future holiday. Okay. I always was a big fan of the McFarlane Spider-Man cover. It was one of the few comics back in the day that I had all four variants of. Hmm. Even the Platinum. (laughs) But I think the last item had Marjorie sweating a little bit. It did, and I had sent this to Justin to see if he thought you would like it. And he said it was pretty cool. I had stumbled across on eBay a legendary scale Ghost Rider bust, and he had light up hair and eyes. I thought that was pretty cool. I think it's light up flame. I don't think it's hair. Whatever. Light up hair sounds like something you'd find at a rave. That would be kind of (laughs) cool. So I sent it to Justin. Justin said, yeah, that's pretty rockin'. So I bought it, had it wrapped under the tree, and then we did our year-end shows, and Arnie mentioned it. And then said, yeah, I'm on the fence on that. So here I am sweating bullets until Christmas Day thinking, oh, God, I made a mistake. He's going to hate it. He's just going to open it. It's going to be a disaster. It's going to be the Greedo all over again. We Um, don't talk about the Greedo. No, we don't talk about the Greedo. (laughs) But on the fence is a good sign. On the fence means I mostly want it, but I don't want to have to pay for it myself. So it makes a perfect gift, I would say. (laughs) What kept me on the fence, honestly, was Sideshow's photography of the item. Now, I recently had really gotten into the Legendary Scale busts, and so while I was on the fence when they had it at their sale price, it turned into kicking myself later when I picked up, you know, Apocalypse and Thing and Hulk, and was like, you know, I really wish I'd gotten that Ghost Rider, but Marjorie didn't know that, so... The other reason I passed on it, even for the sale price, was their photography did not do the piece justice. Because you look at it, and I thought the flames were coming straight up off his head, and they just didn't look that good. And even in the other angles, I'd look at it from every angle, and I'm like, I just don't see this as very dynamic a piece. 
But when you see it in person, the angle of the flames coming back off the head are in such a way that it makes it a real good three-dimensional representation, and the light-up effects are really nice on the thing. It's a subtle glow. It's not overly bright, but it's pretty cool. So, I know. thank you very much. You did very well. You righted a wrong of 2012, which was me skipping it. Really? Okay, because I was really nervous, and I was nervous even when you opened it, think, like, actually opened the box itself, thinking, oh, God, oh, God, he's just going to, like, say he likes it, and it's going to be staying in its box, but it's actually in our living room right now because it's so cool. Oh, it's not a nightlight in your bedroom? <gasps> That's an even better idea. No, I have the blue canary in the outlet by the light switch in my bedroom as a nightlight. He watches over her. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks for getting that song stuck in my head. Anytime. <laughs> Now, I didn't get Marjorie too many Marvel items. I did indulge her with geekiness. There was some Godzilla and some other stuff. But I did get her some Marvelicious Toys t-shirts and a coffee mug. I thought You she... didn't get me Marvelicious Toys t-shirts. I thought you needed some show, show swag for Christmas. No, you... we love fine, which is like the best t-shirt shop on the internet. You got me the 8-Bit Avengers. Yeah, that was cool with Hulk and everything looking like Donkey Kong. Can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. I own that in white already. You bought it for me already. Oh. It's okay. All right. Truth be told, We Love Fine had a great sale, and I saw two shirts I wanted for myself and felt guilty buying just for myself, so I threw a couple for you in the cart. That's okay. I already have that 8-Bit Avengers, though. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you on Christmas Day. Arnie was overwhelmed with the Christmas spirit that day. <laughs> in his defense, I have something like 150 t-shirts, though. You could wear one every day for probably half the year yeah. and not double up. No. I have a lot of t-shirts. Lot. Lot. Of She's not allowed to buy herself t-shirts anymore. She's only allowed to get them when I give them to her. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of went overboard. You can never have too many t-shirts, honestly. Yes. Yes, you can. Because sometimes it's a half-hour project for me to decide which one to wear. <laughs> okay, maybe you can. Yeah. And the irony is my father owns a t-shirt place and for years I shunned t-shirts because I hated them. Now I guess I'm making up for lost time. <laughs> I could have had them for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I'm paying 25 bucks. <laughs> you also got me a really cool Galactus shirt because I don't have a Galactus shirt. I have, actually have one where he's eating the world and it says noms. And then you got me the Spider-Man Tokidoki shirt that I wanted. Yeah, you hinted very strongly at wanting it, so... I had to make sure you had that. He's super cute. Oh, and then you got me a MODOK print by Yanni. I don't know his last name. Yoni Lemore. Yoni Lemore. He did the art for Now Playing, another podcast we do. You can find it at nowplayingpodcast.com. We were offering a fifth anniversary DVD for donors to that podcast, and we needed somebody who could do really cool art, and we'd seen Yoni's work at a couple of comic conventions, so I contacted him. And after he finished it, I was so impressed with him, and Marjorie was talking about getting her office and putting all the sketches she'd gotten throughout the year there. And so I decided to have him commission a MODOK, which was very cool. And he kept coming back with all these questions I didn't know. He was like, do you want regular pupils, white pupils, or red eyes? I'm like, uh, let's go regular pupils. <laughs> what color is her favorite color? We'll make the background. What color is my favorite color? What color is the background? I did not go <laughs> with what I believe her favorite color to be for the background. I ended up going with the color I thought would fit the character best. 
I went with green. It actually matches that room very well. Mm-hmm. And I got her some jewelry. Mm-hmm. Some fine, fine jewelry. Yes, it's fine jewelry. It's Wolverine's claws on little X-Men's earring studs and then a Wolverine necklace. It's just the claw, so it's just kind of hanging there. I thought she'd like it because it was subtle versus having Thor's hammer or Wolverine himself. It's just the claws that stick out. And you got me a Hulk cookie jar. There had been a Hulk cookie jar at our comic store forever. And every time Marjorie came in, she's like, Hulk needs cookies. And then it sold, and Marjorie seemed a little saddened by this. And I kept asking her if she needed the Hulk cookie jar. She kept going, no, I'll make our comic book guy some cookies so Hulk can have cookies. And you never made the cookies, and when it sold, you seemed a little put out that you couldn't go visit Hulk every week when we went to get new comics. So I picked you up a Hulk cookie jar. You did, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Also, somewhere in this house is a Black Widow cami set, but I haven't been able to find it for Christmas. Is that the one you lost? That is one of the two I lost. Yeah, he lost two gifts. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I did that one year, but not in the house. I had bought a whole bunch of stuff at the store, got home, and was unpacking everything. And then two days later, I realized, I'm missing an entire bag of stuff. I left it at the store. Oh, Oh, no. And there's just no way to go prove that you left a bag of stuff at the store. I tried. (laughs) So maybe maybe you threw it out on accident with all the Christmas stuff. Maybe there's a lucky garbage collector somewhere with a Black Widow cami set. I think that what happened was we did some last-minute cleaning for family, and it just got into the super box shuffle. <laughs> but I have a feeling come Valentine's Day or 4th of July or maybe next Christmas, you'll have two surprise gifts that I will go, that's where I put it. <laughs> well, see, I think you guys represent a very rarefied group of people in which you are a husband and wife who enjoy collecting the same stuff. I don't think there's too many people like you out there. So you guys can go out there and kind of get each other some things here and there. And, you know, you might have a little anticipation that they might not like it or it might not be something that they were super into. But for the most part, you're not going to be too far off. For the rest of us, I think it's more like, Oh, my significant other collects, and I think it's comic book stuff. I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just going to stay away from those gifts altogether. So, yeah, generally speaking, and I I have to say, I'm almost more inclined to not wanting people who don't know to get stuff for me rather than have them try and be like, hey, thanks for the Spider-Man underoos. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I would have to ask you to model that for our photo gallery. <laughs> oh. Now that I say it, I kind of do want Spider-Man on the roost. <laughs> it's, I mean, I guess the, the closest example I have is that my mother-in-law, God love her, knows that I like Star Wars. And so every year she sends me a box of stuff that she has picked up at garage sales over the course of a year and sends them to me. So I have all this junk just because it has a Star Wars logo on it, just laying around. And I appreciate the effort, but at the same time, it's nothing I can use. So I don't I don't need her knowing that I also collect Marvel stuff as well, I guess. so. <laughs> <laughs> and as much as it is of a headache to get something and pretend to be enthused by it, I'm sure it's that much of a hassle for the person who doesn't know to have to try to figure something out. So it's probably just best to either ask for something directly or just forget about buying a collector, a specific collection gift. So my holidays were limited to our Secret Santa gift exchange, 
which I think makes up for it in spades because it's collector to collector. And it's always fun, I think, to, to participate in this. Yeah, it was a good time. Now, we've had a lot of people ask about the gift exchange because most of the gifts given were binary. So, Justin, you got somebody as your secret Santa, and he also had you. Normally, we mix it up a little more. The computer algorithm this year was very A to A, B to B. So, yeah, we had close to 50 people participating in the gift exchange, and everybody thinks there's like four. <laughs> I was wondering about that myself. You know, when my gift arrived, I was like, hey, this is the same same guy I gave to. What a coincidence. Or we were the only two people who did this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did it as well. But who did you have and what did you get? Well, my secret Santa target and receiver is Ringside Jedi on the forums. And... I have to hand it to him. I'm never really super helpful when filling out the likes and what you want section of, of that form. I always just kind of say, hey, I'm I'm open, I'm cool, I kind of dig Deadpool, that kind of thing. So I didn't really give him much to go on. But I got to tell you, he nailed it. He got me three things. And the first thing I got was uh, unmasked Rhodey from Iron Man 2, the ones that we got off of the eBay seller. Very so I got cool. another one of those. And then he saved me 20 bucks by getting me the only piece of the Lego set that I wanted that came out last year, which is the little Deadpool Lego minifig. So now I don't have to pick up that whole set. I have the one little guy I wanted out of it. Nice. And then he also sent me something that I did not know existed, but I guess it stands to reason that it does. But he got me a carded Sif from the Thor line. But not only is she carded, she's on a tri-logo card. It's got French and Spanish and maybe German language on there, too which I had never seen before on any of the Thor figures. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about the international carded variants. Uh-oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to collect them. But such a rare figure anyway. I know, that's what's so cool about it. It's identical in every way, you know, except for the wording on the package. So how do you say Thor in French? They didn't translate it. I think once it's trademarked, it's just trademarked and it stays as is. <laughs> but it might be, oh, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> and there go our Quebec listeners. <laughs> that was very cool. And I want to thank Ringside Jedi. Well, the secret Santa for me was Jason. And he sent me some really cool items. I wasn't very helpful either. And to be honest, because I buy such weird things, like with Toy Biz figures and harder to find stuff, and I keep current on the Hasbro and things, it was basically, here's some characters I like, or just make a Toys for Tots donation, I'll completely understand. And he came up with some really cool things, though. He got me from 2009... A Spider-Man McDonald's toy in an animated style with a retractable rope. I didn't even know those existed. I'm trying to think what Spider-Man was occurring in 2009, because Spider-Man 3 was 2007. So in 09, it might have been the Spectacular Spider-Man TV show or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember those being a promotion at McDonald's. And, you know, I've got a seven-year-old, so we're at McDonald's at least once a week. And from 2008... Back when Incredible Hulk was new in theaters, a Burger King toy of the Hulk. I think he's supposed to be smashing a rock, but it really looks like he's constipated on the toilet. Yeah, it does kind of look like he's taking a dump. <laughs> Hulk need fiber! <laughs> Hulk dunk! <laughs> 
The weirdest thing is there's like vents on this. And this toy must do something, but I cannot figure out what it does. Where are the vents? In the back, of course. <laughs> okay. But not down below. The, uh, there's a big hole down below and a Hulk footprint. Maybe it interfaces with a different toy, an abomination toy or something, but... And then he got me two carded X-Men Wolverine figures that I haven't seen in ages. The comic series Wolverine with the red samurai sword and Strike Mission Wolverine. Nice. That's pretty cool. You know, that Strike Mission Wolverine is still somewhat available as the Marvel Universe variant that they put out where they repainted it with the yellow and, and black. But that's that'd be cool to see that again on the original card. It's been a while. Yeah, he was one of the last sellers way back when we started Marvelicious Toys. But I'd never seen one on a card this nice. These are really mint cards. I don't know where he got them, but he really found some good ones. That's pretty cool. So thank you to everyone who participated in the Xmas gift exchange. And all of you also got a little something from Justin... And the rest of us here at Marvelicious Toys, Justin really kicked ass with the Christmas card this year. Yeah, that was fun. We threw that together pretty quickly, too. We we thought about it early. We were we had the best of intentions. We were talking about it in October, I think. And then we completely dropped the ball and didn't talk about it again until it was almost the beginning of December. And then you got sick. <laughs> and then I got the flu. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. That was one of those instances where we kind of all sat around and were hemming and hawing over what a good idea would be. And we finally came up with an idea. And then everybody tossed in ideas that became part of the final product. And not to toot my own horn, but I think it came out pretty well. I think yeah. Pretty neat. Very cool. So hopefully all of you who participated got and enjoyed that as well. So that is putting 2012 to bed. As we hit New Year's, any collecting resolutions, Justin? My resolution is to hope that the year starts to look better than it does right now. <laughs> I don't mean to start the year on a dour note, but and I know we're going to probably be talking about it for many episodes to come, but as of right now, the things that I have seen coming down the pike, and we're before Toy Fair right now, so probably not enough reason to start freaking out, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not super impressed with the products that we have seen leaked and the things that we know are coming. So it might be a year of me moving my collecting focus over to higher-end stuff where I know I will not be disappointed. But we'll have to see how the year plays out. I do think this is something we're going to be talking about a lot this year. Oh, wait. Don't we need to hear Arnie's re collecting resolutions? Oh, I was just about to say okay. it. Okay. My collecting resolution is along similar lines. It's to buy less trash. <laughs> Last year with the Avengers, I got kind of sucked into the hype. This happens every time there's a movie you're excited about. I really need to just put Public Enemy on a constant loop in my car to remind me to not believe the hype and not buy things like those 12-inch electronic figures. <laughs> And that's very hard right now, because if you follow us on Facebook or on Twitter, you see Jerry has found the Iron Man 3 12-inch figures already with the Iron Man Mark 47 and the Iron Patriot. And Are we in full in Iron Man ho hype yet? Here's the double bind of the situation is I'm like, God, those 12-inch figures I bought last year are crap. Iron Patriot! <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason they put the super crappiest stuff out first, Arnie, because they know that it's going to catch you. It's yeah. the first thing out of the gate. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's the same reason I bought those 
eight-inch, non-articulated Spider-Man and Lizards from Amazing Spider-Man at that family dollar. It's the first product, and it creates such excitement of things to come that I want to jump right in. But my New Year's resolution this year is to try to avoid the things like the Chibis, not the Grabzags. I love the Grabzags, but the Chibis and the little tchotchke items, the Black Widow wristbands, and the... So wait, when does Iron Man 3 come out? May. Okay, so Justin, first June show, you and I need to revisit this. (laughs) Mark it down as an action item to do on your Outlook calendar for June. (laughs) Let's review (laughs) Arnie's will. Not a testament. (laughs) You know what? Like, all these things that you're talking about, I bet you you're going to do pretty well with not picking up the tchotchkes. That one, I think, is a little easier. But what you got to just remind yourself is these first things out, like these, you know, 10-inch electronic toys, they never become hard to find. Those are the things that sit around the whole life cycle. Justin, you you can't tell him that. He's not going to listen to you. Justin, you are so right. Because... This is like when an addict is telling you, no, no, I need this money to pay my rent. I'm not going to buy meth with this. No, 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 no. I've I got to pay my rent, and then i got to buy some food. Really? I'm not going to spend it on meth. No, no. You can trust me this time. You are so right. I'm over meth. <laughs> Justin, you're completely right, because my biggest regret of 2012 is I bought those 10-inch Avengers figures. And the day the Avengers came out, our house suffered a massive flood, and I lost my 10-inch Avengers figures in the flood. And so I went out and I bought them again. (laughs) And then, around Christmas, it was buy one, get one free of the Avengers 10-inch figures. (laughs) And I'm sitting there going, I bought them twice! (laughs) I think what has to happen is the meth addict has to hit rock bottom in order to hit recovery. And I think, no, though, I honestly think that obscenely poorly sculpted Captain America is hitting rock bottom for a collector. If not, it's so close to rock bottom. It became a what the hell have I done kind of moment. <laughs> so that that is my collecting resolution. And so, yes, those 10 inch Iron Man three figures are out and I shall not buy. I'm going to keep an eye on that. But there may be some things I do buy online, which we will talk about in... Sales to Astonish! Sideshow came out with a couple items these past couple of weeks for pre-order. One thing I'm not sure how I feel about Sideshow's comic cat line. I do like some of those statues that they make, but... I gotta say, their variants are kind of grating. Like, they did a Hulk comic cat, and then they repainted it so it's a Red Hulk comic cat, and then they repainted it so it's now a Gray Hulk comic cat. (laughs) That's just smart. And now they're doing it with that angel. If you remember that angel comic cat that came out way back when, and we were talking about it, and Justin, you were talking about how you customized a figure... That looks like it using some Hawkman wings and things like that. Well, now they've repainted it to a very limited red version. So when in the next wave of Marvel Universe comes out, be sure to grab that extra angel so you can paint him red. (laughs) Well, we already got the red one, remember, in that X-Force pack that came out at at San Diego Comic-Con and then became a Toys R Us exclusive. That's right. I forgot about that. So there we go. We're already a step ahead in the figures. Yep. This one, to my eye, you know, while it's still 
an awesome sculpt and whatnot. The red just isn't as cool as the metallic blue on the original one. That original one, that blue is just so, so smooth and so appealing, but this red is kind of flat. I agree completely with that. The blue was just far more striking, but... They did sell out of the Blue Angel comic hat. So if you missed and you want that sculpt, uh, the awesome, awesome looking wings, this is the only way to get it now. And this one's limited to 250 pieces. It's nice, but I didn't buy the blue. I'm certainly not going to buy the red. It's a nice piece, but I asked on Facebook, do you prefer your angels red, blue, or arc? I think I prefer my angel to arc. <laughs> and gold and silver or original purple and blue? Purple and blue. <laughs> This seems like, you know, they're throwing a bone to the hardcore Angel fans, hoping that there's at least 250 of them out there. What I am going to order, but have not yet, I'm trying to wrap my head around it, is Hot Toys, and through them Sideshow, has come out with something we knew was coming for quite some time, the Hall of Armor display for your Iron Man figures. That was kind of like the big pink elephant in the room is because I saw it on Facebook. I know Arnie saw it on Facebook. I didn't mention it. I knew how this was going to go down. It's just a question of how many. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Is that the price for a single space? No, they come in batches. You can get one space for one Iron Man for 129 Or you can get a set of four. And it's the more you buy, the more you save. Okay. It's four hundred and sixty nine ninety nine for four. Or if you want to recreate the Iron Man three Hall of Armor, you can get a set of seven for eight hundred dollars. Yikes! Now what you get is a light up display pod for your Iron Man figure, but it also has a plastic front, and you have stickers and. If you get one pod, you get seven stickers, and they're hologram schematics for each mark. So if you just get one, you get one sheet, and it has mark one through mark seven. So you can choose which of the Iron Man you're putting in there, and it'll point to the different features on them. If you get the set of four, you get two sheets of the stickers, so 14 total mark one through seven. And if you get the set of seven, then you don't get seven sheets of the stickers, but you get three sets of the stickers. That sounds like a whole lot of sticker anguish going on. Like, imagine all the bubbles trying to put that on there straight. Eee, that could be a nightmare. It could be. And I understand why they did stickers instead of just sending the acrylic plates with the holographic stickers. I think the set of seven should come with the stickers pre-applied. I just am going to say that. That would actually maybe make me just go with the set of seven. I'm leaning towards the four. And the reason being is I already have the two geek boxes that are Hall of Armor, and those are four pods each. And so I love my geek boxes. I like being able to put my Hall of Armor on the wall. I like that they light up. They're not exactly movie accurate, but they are damn cool. And I don't have seven extra Iron Men after all of that to put into seven pods. Iron Man 3 hasn't come out yet. You never know. I mean, like I've said many times, Iron Man has more costume changes than Cher. And it is the Mark 47 in Iron Man 3. <laughs> and we've already seen him wearing the Mark 3 in Iron Man 3. So they've released some publicity shots. So we'll get the Iron Man 3 Mark 3 and the Iron Man 3 Mark 47. And God only knows what else. I'm still leaning towards the set of four. Seven seems excessive even for me. 
<laughs> it's also a difference between 94 and 160 a month in the payment plan. Yeah, these are super cool. And once once these come out and you get them, you'll have to stack them up next to your geek box and see who did better. But I'm leaning it, you know, getting maybe three of these. Of course, they don't have a, a three-pack deal. If you're getting three, you might as well get four. Exactly. But then I'm going to have an empty one that I have to fill. So throw another 300 bucks on there. <laughs> but yeah, these these look awesome. Like you said, I think that would be a great way to to incentivize the seven pack is to already have those decals printed on the acrylic fronts and maybe even offer a blank set of acrylic fronts so you can switch it out from time to time. Yeah, that would be nice to do completely. The fact that they sell extra sheets, it makes me wonder if these are really stickers or if they're like color forms, you know, that... That would be even better. The window clings, yeah. Mm-hmm. However, if you were going to buy these and you were going to apply the sticker sets, and let's say they're not color form-like material, why couldn't you just go to an acrylic dealer and buy something the same size and maybe swap it out if it's something you can take in and take out? That is true as well. And the other thing is, I don't believe for a second that Iron Man 3 is going to be the last Iron Man film, and so I don't believe that we've seen the last of the Iron Man marks that Hot Toys will be making. What's Downey Jr.'s contract? It ends after Iron Man 3. But he did say when we were at the interview with him at Comic-Con that they could back the money truck up and get him for a couple more. Yeah, you never know where this is going to end. It could eventually be the stacked ones from, like, the comics, the actual Hall of Armor, where it's, like, three or four levels high and wraps around. This could get out of hand. Yeah, so I'm feeling four, even though I kind of want seven. Here's where they kill you if you flex pay, Justin. You look at one, and it's 65 a month. You look at four, it's only 94 a month. Now, how do they do that? Well, they'll only let you go for two payments on the one, and they'll let you go five payments on the four. Ah, uh, it's like leasing a car. It so. is. They. <laughs> what will it take to get you in seven Hall of Armor pods today? <laughs> I can't offer this price tomorrow. I have to check with my boss first anyway. Tell you what, we're going to do the rust coating for free. <laughs> How about applying the decals for free? I will take that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would pony up for that myself, too. <laughs> Although I'm a little bummed. I'm still having problems with my gantry, and I got a replacement gantry from Sideshow, and it is broken as well. And now Sideshow's saying they can't replace it. So um, perhaps that's why I haven't ordered these Hall of Armors is the last display piece they've sent me. I still have yet to have a perfect one. Yeah, but I mean, that one is so many moving parts where this one is, come on, it's a block. <laughs> <laughs> and finally online, I made an order on December 31st because Brian's Toys had a coupon code that I posted to our Facebook page that was 10% off any order there. And so I broke down, and I pre-ordered two waves of figures. I pre-ordered the entire next wave of Marvel Universe, and I pre-ordered the Hit Monkey wave of Marvel Legends. And they just emailed. They have them in stock, so Hit Monkey is on his way to me. Nice. I looked at it. I almost checked out, but something inside me just felt like it would have been a defeat on my part if I didn't even give it a chance to find them at retail. How's that Wave 3 going for you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's one reason why I didn't quite yet decide to order, because I want to know what's going on with these variants. Like, are the variants supposed to ship as part of these cases, or are they going to come out at the same time, this new Wave? According to Marvelous News, they talked to Hasbro in December. The variant case is supposed to be a revision case of Wave 3, that would ship 
before the end of the year. I have yet to see any reports of them actually hitting. And then the Hit Monkey Wave is actually supposed to ship to retailers around February. So there's supposed to be a two-month break in between with a revision case of the variants for Wave 3. Yeah. In a couple of weeks from now, I may be kicking myself for not taking advantage of that coupon code and just knowing that they're on the way because if these things start all hitting at the same time, especially with the new MU wave getting ready to hit, it's going to be, you know, it's never just everything found at one store. It's going to be something show up at Walmart, something show up at Toys R Us, something show up at Target. And you have to hit all of them. Maybe I will just do what you didn't lay down. <laughs> and ordered online. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I did. I held off on doing it because it is a little bit more expensive. The price for the set of six Hitmonkey is 115 at Brian's Toys, but I got 11 bucks off that. So that comes out to about 19 bucks a figure if you pay the full price. I paid 17.16, so that is close enough to retail. And aren't these around 20 at retail at like Toys R Us anyway? Yeah, if you find them at Toys R Us, I think it is $19.99, but I always hold out hope that I can find them at Walmart or Target, but that's where they've stayed a nice $15 the whole time. But I suppose saving that, that $2 over the course of six figures is not really worth <laughs> all the headache and gas that I'll probably be wasting looking for them. Oh, you enjoyed the thrill of the hunt, and if I had more than one Target, I would too. <laughs> I do, I do. And I only have one Walmart that even has Marvel Universe anymore, so that's why I plunked down for that wave, too, for seventy four ninety nine for five figures. That's the one that hurt more. Yeah, It's trying to play the game of which things are going to be more prevalent at retail. Because like I said, we've got three new waves of things coming at us here pretty soon, and I feel like if that's the thing I pre-order, that's the thing that's going to be everywhere. And I, I had wished that I pre-ordered the Marvel Universe wave or something like that. So, So you have delusions of coolerness? <laughs> I think if I don't play the game, I can't become the cooler, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Marvel Universe set came to about 1360 a figure for me, and then I did have to pay shipping for both of those things. But I don't know. The other thing with Brian's toys is he does have a C9 guarantee. So if the cards come bent, if the cards come bruised, if the bubbles are dented, I have very easily contacted them before and say, hey, this figure isn't in the condition you said it would be. They give me a shipping label to ship it back and send me a replacement. So you, I'm not a carded figure collector, but I do take pictures for our website, so it's kind of nice to have that as well. And Brian's Toys is a sponsor of one of our other podcasts, Star Wars Action News. So if you do go and buy these Marvel figures when checking out, say you were referred by a podcast, Star Wars Action News, etc., to help out Marvelicious Toys. And before we go this week, I wanted to kind of alert our listeners who may not be aware. Peter David is a Marvel Comics author. I've reviewed several of his novelizations here on Marvelicious Toys. He did the X-Men Gifted novel that came out last year. Over the holidays, he had a stroke while on vacation in Florida. And he is alive, but he is in recovery. His family is down there with him. And they recently posted the medical bills are already piling up. And while he is insured, they know that the co-pays and everything are going to be huge as a result of this and his rehabilitation and long-term care. And so they've posted a list of books that the most money goes back to him for. They're his original works for Crazy 8 Press. 
If you've enjoyed his Marvel Comics work or any of his other works that you've read or any of the novelizations, please take a minute, head to Amazon. Some of his original books, they're only 99 cents to $5 on Amazon. He's one of my favorite authors for 25 years I've been reading this man's work. So the very least I could do was pick up his books. And we are wishing him and his family the best. Here, here. So that is it for this week. We will be back next week. I also placed some other orders online over the holidays. And in fact, sitting right next to me, what do I have but three Iron Man 3, three and three quarter inch figures? Will these be enough of a fix to keep me off the 10 inch junk? No. I think they might be. I think that might be the key right there. Just one fix. And also, we will be reviewing Marvel Selects Hulk and some Lego sets. All this and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds, as well as product reviews, on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4. Or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Website photo editing by Jen and Jeff. Podcast enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at swactionnews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Did indulge her with geekiness. There's some Godzilla and some other stuff. Some regular show stuff. Pretty exciting. You know who else got some regular stuff? My mom. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And it just got into the super box shuffle. (laughs) Like the Super Bowl shuffle, but with boxes? Yeah. And about as coordinated and rhythmic. (laughs) Hey, Vince McMahon. Not Vince. Is that his name? No, that's the wrestling guy. What's his name? It is McMahon. Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon. He's very coordinated. (laughs) So the fridge was not. Mm-mm. Bad taste. Guitarist just died like last week. Oh. He had a seizure on stage and died. Oh. Who? Oh, God, what was his name? Begin with a C, his last name. What Martin the, something. What Ministries. Band? Ministry. Oh, okay. That's who. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. That's like the one ministry song I know and like. Oh.